What's going on, everyone? Welcome back for another episode of Everything Vive. I am Zane, here with Ronnie. Ronnie, how's it going, man? It's going great. I'm uh, glad to be back. Had a, had a long vacation with the family and just got back. Ended up getting delayed about a day due to serious mechanical issues with the plane. But <laughs> luckily, we, we didn't encounter any of those problems. We just you know had our, had our flight delayed a day or so and now I'm back. So. Absolutely. Well, we're glad you're back safe and sound. Yeah, everyone. Literally, uh, Ronnie just got off the plane and is at home. So we do apologize. This is coming a little late, but uh, it is still holiday craziness kind of carrying over. But we're back. We got some news and a couple of items today, all vibe centric. Ronnie, you ready to jump in? Yep, let's do it. All right. So first one, CES is coming up and uh, Quick VR announced that they will be um, set to debut at CES. And QuickVR is another wireless solution. They're going to be available for both Oculus and the Vive. Uh, it's coming from Scalable Graphics, which is a cloud solutions company. And uh, they're claiming 100% compatibility, 12 milliseconds of latency, four-hour battery, I'm sorry, four-hour battery life. And okay. that'll go over Wi-Fi. So it's huh. it's cool to see another, another player in the game here. I, I mean... I'm just waiting for this stuff to become available. I, I know TP, yeah. TPCast is another company that is already available out in China. And Quark VR is what we mentioned a while back. Uh, we're still waiting for an announcement from them. But uh, with Quick VR announcing here, I wonder how soon they'll have something available for, uh, for you know, consumer ready. But what are your thoughts, man? Yeah, no, I mean, my initial thought was if, if it's 12 milliseconds of lag, that might be a little bit worse than... My, than what was the what TPCast was offering. I'm not sure if that's like after or before, you know, the lag that's already there. So that that would be one thing. I, I'd be curious to see like what people's impressions are um, upon using it at CES. It is pretty cool that it it's universal. So the fact that it works for both systems would be a plus, especially for people that you know own multiple systems or you know. There's people out there that own both an Oculus and a Vive, especially people that'd be willing to, you know, put down the cash to put down the cash to to get a wireless setup. And if it works with both of those systems, it might even possibly be compatible with future headsets. So that's that's another thing. If it's that if it's that open, you know, to 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 working with different headsets. So uh, either way, I mean, it's it's pretty cool that so many companies now are getting into uh, in getting into the space because that probably means that, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be sooner, sooner rather than later when, when your average person playing VR is going to be using some type of a wireless solution. Yeah, that's my hope. And, and honestly, what I'm really curious and excited to see is which company is going to hit the market first. I mean, I know we, you know, TP cast already is hit, um, in China, but mm-hmm. who's, who's going to be the, you know, make the first mark here in the U.S.? And how is that going to shake up? You know what I mean? Like the whole early bird yeah. gets the worm versus second, you know, was it uh, second mouse gets the cheese type of thing? Like, <laughs> uh, I, I'm just curious to see how all these different companies are going to shake up. Who's going to make it first? Because the thing is, like, for me, honestly, like I'm at the point where 
whenever the first one becomes available, I think I'm ready to make that purchase. If the reviews are good, if everything yeah. like shows that it's good, like I, I made this investment into, you know, VR and obviously with us doing the podcast even more so like definitely want to be at the forefront of where this is going. And so if there's a, mm-hmm. there's a reputable company that has a quality product out and you know, that's verified to be good quality, you know, I'm ready to yep. pull the trigger right now. I'm just waiting for one of these guys to say, Hey, we're shipping in the United States. And obviously yeah. that's different for people, you know, people listening around the world, but um, I, I'm just curious to see how this is going to shake up because I think this is the fourth fourth company and I can't remember the the name of the most recent one that we, we talked about, but we'll look that up and put it in the show notes. But I, I feel like we've come across four companies now that are either affiliated with, you know, directly with HTC or Valve or Vive um, or, you know, third party c- companies like Quick VR. So, yeah, it'll, yep. be, it'll be really interesting to see where it, where it goes. Yeah, no. And I mean, another another important thing to consider, I mean, uh, you know, along with releasing first in a region, uh, you know, a lot of these products become, you know, become really hard to get and people end up getting on wait lists and then, and then basically, you know, the first shipments uh, get sent out and then it takes quite a few months before second shipments are out, et cetera, et cetera. So given the limited, you know, supply of some of these types of products, uh, at least, at least based on what we've seen in the past, that that does give people incentives to as soon as they find out that there is a wireless solution coming out and there is an official date and it is coming here, you know, for people to jump on board. So so even if, you know, one system might possibly have a little bit worse lag than another or, you know, not a ton of impressions are out, I mean, if if it seems like it's good enough and it's available, I feel like that's, probably going to be enough to convince a lot of people that have been waiting for this stuff for a while to just jump on board and, and kind of get, get set with that type of a product. So I don't know. It's interesting. And and we've talked about, you know, the whole early adopter market and how that's kind of played out so far. I I mean, and and again, we're we're talking maybe a couple hundred bucks here. I think I've seen 200 to $300 in terms of where these things might be priced. And Mm -hmm. again, that's not, you know, that's not pocket change, but for anybody who's made the investment into VR this far, I feel like paying that extra couple hundred bucks to really redefine your experience will be totally worth it. I I just feel like I'm, I, I feel like I'm definitely not the only one you know, with the same mindset where the first one that becomes available, you know, sign me up. I'll be right there. So, yep. yep. Um, no, I, I need to start practicing my flips so I can, uh, <laughs> I can, I can, I can try, uh, try a flip. I, I have no idea how to do flips, but <laughs> I guess, I guess if, if, if there's a reason to, uh, to pick up gymnastics, it can be to show off and with with friends with your your wireless Vive setup. Well, then maybe they'll come up with uh with some crazy gymnastics based uh, VR <laughs> game. They'll track your flips and grade you, and you look around, you can see the judges, see how uh, for, if you landed all, properly. Yeah, for for all all three of those people out there <laughs> that are able to. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, you never know, man. It's, uh, it's uh, some hidden talents out there. I'm sure. Yep. yep. Awesome. Okay. Well, so we covered quick VR and that is spelled K W I K VR just to clarify. And again, we'll have that up in the show notes. So if you guys would like to look into it further, um, you know, feel free to, uh, the other item is actually really exciting and this is actually very specific to a certain game, but onward, which is the military first person shooter. Um, Dante Buckley is the sole developer behind that game. And he just got, or he posted, um, 
uh, on the site there that he was invited to continue developing at Valve's office starting in January. So now essentially, and wow. you know, Dante has been a big part of the community. We've heard some, some awesome things. Haven't had a chance to connect with him directly, but you know, I, I play onward. Um, I, I remember buying the game shortly after it came out and, it's it's so cool to see this because I feel like it's every developer's dream. Like they're he's essentially being taken under their wing, um, and I don't I don't you know we, nobody knows really what the arrangement is. Uh, that is you know there's no public details on that, but you got to believe that the amount of resources, the amount of guidance, and everything that he's going to yeah. receive from that uh, will only help the game. And you know it, I feel like it actually means a lot for Valve to take a look at this and say, hey, you know this this guy's onto something here, or you know they're mm-hmm. onto something here with this game. I feel like instead mm-hmm. of maybe like trying to come up with something on their own along those lines, they might yeah. have seen it as let's get, you know, let's jump on this train. Like he's already yeah. laid out a solid foundation. All of the early adopters have gotten into this game. So yeah. you know, it makes a lot of no, sense it, from that angle, but yeah. What do you thought? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I was just going to say, I mean, it reminds me a lot of, of kind of, you know, stuff that Valve's done in the past. I mean, you look at counter-strike is probably the biggest example of a game that, you know, I, I mean, Counter-Strike is a little different in that it started out as a mod for Half-Life and then kind of expanded into its own game later on when, when Valve ended up, you know, you know, I guess I, basically hiring the people behind it. Um, so, so this, in a sense, is like that, only it was a different, you know, it was already its own product from the get-go. Uh, I think Valve is really smart in, in connecting with him and, you know, bringing, bringing their resources into play. Um, and yeah, I, I, I mean, just in general, I think that's a very good sign that, I, I mean, I've personally been interested to see what valve, what they've been, you know, what their focus is going to be going forward, uh, with VR, because obviously they're, they've been a huge supporter of the vibe and of, you know, steam VR in general, but, you know, as we've waited for, you know, more and more, uh, actual announcements of games that they're developing and whatnot to see them also doubling down on some other, uh, some other projects and products that are already out there is also, uh, very cool. So, yeah, I mean, we're all waiting for, you know, what valve has coming down the pipeline. I no official announcements yet, but I mean, just based on what the lab was, everybody's super excited to see what valve puts out. And so I'm not going to say that this is going to get them off the hook by any means, but you know, them being involved with, probably one of the, you know, top five most popular games available on the Vive right now. And I, mm-hmm. I mean, it can fall anywhere on the list, but for some people, like that's their number one. And, you know, right now in terms of like military first person shooters, like I'd say that, you know, you could make an argument. It is the best game out there on the Vive um, in, in that category. So for them to yeah. you know kind of dip their hands in and hopefully put whatever type of magical touch, uh, you know, they can with yeah. their experience, with their, you know, their insight and everything that they have at, at the office. And I mean, they're, they're half the reason that the, you know, the HTC vibe is out right now. So yep. you, you got to believe that it's going to, it's going to improve the game that much more. And, uh, well, yeah, I'm, and not, I'm excited for it. So I'm, I'm going to start yeah. practicing cause I'm not really that good at onward. I played a <laughs> lot, but I just, I feel like that the, the learning curve is pretty steep there. So yeah, I'll, I'll have to yeah. make sure I get, get up to speed on that. No, it can be pretty intimidating. I mean, the other the other cool thing about the fact that Valve's supporting an online multiplayer game in VR is the fact that I think that will, you know, increase the likelihood that players will continue to support the game as well. I and mean, we've talked about it in the past where there's kind of that trend of 
of of the core Vive owners kind of moving from multiplayer game to multiplayer game as as new things hit you know hit the marketplace and the you know ha- seeing Valve double down on on Onward for example or um, you know, continuing to see the great support that games like Rec Room and, and Smashbox, their developers are putting into their online uh, communities. Uh, you know, I think this is a, a really good sign. And I think, I think if if developers and and Valve and others that are able to support the original developers are able to uh, continue to pull to put resources into these games, um, they can actually get better and better and, and more mature. And in effect, I think lead to some pretty cool, new, exciting VR experiences. Because I mean, one of the things that uh, you know, another thing we've talked about, I guess, is is the fact that a lot of ex- a lot of games and experiences in VR are, tend to be kind of a one note type of deal. You know, they uh, there's a lot of focus put into one type of experience or, or gameplay mechanic, and that gets exercised in a game, and that's pretty much it. Well. The longer a game stays out, the more players are involved, the more the community gets involved, um, the more, you know, greater the likelihood that new types of gameplay mechanics, new types of, of experiences in VR will be developed. So, so, you know, a game like Onward, it, it, you know, just like Counter-Strike or, or Dota 2 or some of these other games that are out there that Valve supported, um, you know, they, they evolve over time because those resources are being put into them. So, so I think that's another, you know, another thing to look forward to, hopefully, with Valve's supportive onward is, is a continue, continual evolution of what's possible with a military shooter in VR. And hopefully we'll see, you know, bigger and better things coming out as time goes on. So, yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd love to see a, a single player campaign on that thing because multiplayer, it's great, it's fun. Um, and I mean, that's what the game was kind of designed for, but mm-hmm. you know, just, just with any game, like you want, like, you know, everybody's looking for, I'm putting air quotes here for, you know, more depth, but you know, if, if they can get the resources now to, to focus and really make the game an all around, you know, like every other military, you know, military first person shooter out there and just sure. add different elements that appeal to a wide variety of people mm-hmm. who are into that genre. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I mean, oh, that's, that, yeah, that, that even- would definitely take the game to the next level, I think. Yeah, I mean, even along the same lines, even if it's not like a, a, a just a, a, like, even if it doesn't end up being a complete single player experience, something that's like more akin to a training mode or something that. Uh, Sorry, yeah, can, I, I didn't mean, I didn't mean single player, I guess more like a campaign mode, story mode type yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but that's what, but like, but even, I mean, single player, story mode, single player, like whatever, like something that can ease players also into the, into the game a bit because. Like you were saying before, it sounds. I mean, onward is pretty intimidating. The systems are are pretty complicated, and and that you know only gets further complicated by the fact that you're getting in there with a bunch of people that have played the game a ton and are amazing at it already. And you know, everybody tries to support new players as much as they can, but you know, having the single player campaign or or some kind of a more in-depth tutorial mode than what's already there could benefit. And, and that just seems like something that valve or, you know, so, you know, something that additional resources can help to fund is, is, is stuff like that. I think to polish, polish those types of aspects of the game. So anyways, yeah, it's pretty Absolutely. cool. 
No, yeah, well, I mean, exciting times. Uh, congrats again to to Dante and and you know for for onward to be where it is right now. Um, really, really excited to see where where it goes. And so I know I'll be playing a lot more from uh, from here on out. But Ronnie, that's all I got on news. What about you, man? Yeah, no, that's like 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 we were saying at the beginning of the show. I I literally just got into town, <laughs> so I've been kind of I've been I've been keeping up with stuff as I've gone. But yeah, I. I literally just got got back to my place. You yeah, know, so you've been you've been away from your vibe for like a week now. You must yeah, miss that thing, I'm, huh? Dude, I I was actually thinking about it on the plane when we were talking about uh, you know what we were going to do to to get the podcast recorded and everything tonight. I just I would just couldn't wait to get back here to play some games. So hopefully in the next few days I'm going to be able to play some of the stuff that I picked up from you know the 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 winter sale and. I, I honestly kind of missed out on some of them. I, since I was out so much, I didn't get to pick them all up. But I'm that's not going to deter me from picking them up now, probably at a higher price than I would have otherwise. But. No, there's there's definitely some good stuff, and I know this is turning now into a conversation just between me <laughs> and you. But uh, I mean, I, I picked up Arizona Sunshine, so whenever you're ready, let's do that campaign. Nice. Mode. And we can uh, right, awesome. we can talk more about it on on a future game talk episode as well, dude. I, I'm actually totally excited about that. I that that sounds like a lot of fun. So, yep, yep. All right, guys. Well, we will cut this one here. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, we are on iTunes, Stitcher, and YouTube. So please make sure you leave a review. It helps the podcast, helps support us, and helps us reach a wider community. And we do appreciate that. And uh, on YouTube, we love starting and having conversations about anything related to VR. So wherever you can connect with us, please do. And we'll be back on Wednesday with another interview for you guys. So take care. Have a great rest of your week. I'm sorry. Happy 2017. Happy New Year. Should have said that at the beginning. But um, yeah, I hope you guys have a great year, great week, great day, whatever, whenever you are listening to this. And we will talk to you guys again very, very soon. Take care.